The holy tree was dying, and the circle of the men and women holding hands was like the sacred hoop that should have power to make the tree to bloom again. Black Elk Let us in turn be the spring that brings green new life to the gray terrain of death, and with the blood we gave for justice, let us, after long nights full of sleepless horror, give rise to new days of beauty. Jose Germain 1. I breathe in. Holy life rises up to the sun. Leaves like those of a cottonwood tree tremble in the wind, dance in the light my branches strive upward in search of. I breathe out, and for a moment I become aware of more distant extremities, appendages like roots or fingers which I can sense, however vaguely, on the floor of the Pacific Ocean, through which the water moves, powering my metabolism. I have been meditating like this for years, or days, or hours. There is no particular duration I have been in this state because it lacks definitive borders. Am I not always breathing? And do my leaves not always vaguely tremble? A hundred years ago, in my early forties, I began the project of which this narrative is the current chapter, one of many efforts that emerged at that time of crisis to formulate a science of survival, a science which would illuminate protocols for gaining the power necessary to exit our path to annihilation and continue evolution's journey toward ever greater beauty, complexity, sentience, and connection. I did so with cancer and in kidney failure, constantly on the edge of annihilation. In each installment, each text or recording, I made understanding I might die before going any further. As I begin this chapter of the story, older than any man, if that is what I am, had ever lived to be when I began, I'm not sure what it would mean to die. The first kidney which renewed my vitality came from someone else's body. The horror of their death, which I believe I experienced some version of in a series of hyper-violent dreams immediately subsequent to transplant, conjoined with the horror of my post-transplant complications. I wrote a perpetual flood of extreme stress physiology for months after a part of this person became a part of me, unforeseen effects of immunosuppression causing my hemoglobin levels to flutter on the lower boundaries of the survivable range. Now, I replenish my organs at will. I guide pluripotent cells with the capacity to differentiate into all possible tissues characteristic of early embryonic development to relevant regions of my body. I breathe in, feeling my body expand, sensing regions of myself which move through distant mountains, and the cells differentiate, becoming new hearts, livers, kidneys, lungs. 
I have the shape of a man, but I have other shapes as well. I do not know what it would mean to die because certainly it could not be true that all of me, every living system with which I share blood or breath, transductions of signals or sequences of reactions, would die. In 1916, James Joyce wrote in A Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man, to live, to err, to fall, to triumph, to recreate life out of life. And in 2010, Craig Venter led a team that synthesized the entire genetic sequence of a bacterium, adding nucleotides that encoded this Joyce quote, a few by Robert Oppenheimer, his own name, and those of his 46 team members. Now, in 2120, I am assembling this entire narrative in proteins, which are then reverse transcribed into RNA and subsequently into DNA for long-term storage. 